Hey, and welcome to the Brilliant Perspectives podcast with Graham Cook. I'm your host, Michael Becchio. Today we continue our podcast series drawn from the Nature of Freedom collections on Brilliant TV. There are seven collections total in this series, each with about 12 or more episodes. Collection titles include It's Over, Something Got Finished Before You Got Started, The Marvelous Way God Works, Discovering Uncounters and Getting Unstuck, and more. We'll be featuring portions of Graham's content from these collections over the ensuing months, so stay tuned with us each episode of the podcast for the next installment. You can also find out more about each episode in this series by checking the description below. I'll put info and links there for you for each episode. You'll also find a link to the Nature of Freedom book that Graham wrote, which this BTV collection series is based out of. All right, on to Graham. Enjoy, be blessed, and rest in the rich love that the Father has for you and the affections of Jesus toward you, which never end. Welcome to our devotional series from the Nature of Freedom. I love writing these books with God, and I'm enjoying exploring even more of what is written on these pages. Let's look today at this last portion of the futility or fullness portion of this second letter, what the cross means for you and me. Did you ever think of what the implications are for me as his father in putting you in my beloved son and in putting him in you. It means I can never see you in any other way. This is wonderful to me. I cannot praise him enough for what my son did for me on the cross. He gave me back my dream of having a perfect relationship with my people. He restored you to me in himself. Now nothing can ever separate you from who I am for you. There is no dividing wall because two have become one. By his blood, you have peace with me, even while you're still learning, failing, growing, and changing. This is what your life means to God. If you're going to believe all of these things, then the implications for him are that he gets respond to you in Christ, which he loves doing. It's an absolute of God. It's as if he's saying, I can never see you any other way than to see you in Christ. And I will always respond to you because I will always respond to my beloved. That's the truth that we want to consider today. What are the implications of the cross for God in who he is with us? I remember thinking one day about all that Jesus has given and continues to give to me, to us. It's so astonishing to me, the the contemplation of it, the encounter of it. it, it's so endless. But then the question rose up in my spirit towards the Father. Jesus gave all of this to us. What did he give to you? And after a bit, I heard the Father say, 
he gave me back my dream. And that was astonishing to me. It's like, oh my gosh, you are the father's dream. Everything he dreamed of in a people, everything he wanted to give you, to see you live in, it's all in Jesus. That's what Jesus gave the Father. He gave him a life in you and for you to have life in him. A life where you could live free of worry or dread or feeling unseen or unloved. A life with you where his peace could rise up and overwhelm anxiety. Where his perfect love could overcome all fear. Where his joy over who you are to him would strengthen you when all your natural strength was gone. That he could have a relationship with people who were as peaceful as he is, as gentle, as kind, as powerful, as patient, as passionate as he is towards us. A people he could create with, laugh with, and offer his comfort to on the days when they needed comfort the most. And he would never, ever be separated from his people. For God, the cross meant that nothing could come between us, not in life or death, no ruling power, nothing from your past, all that's in your future, all that's currently present, nothing could ever separate his love from you. Your life is his dream. His dream is what becomes your life. That's what the cross meant to God. It meant that he would always respond to your response to him. That he would always be present. That he could never change. So what's your response to that? You know, it's okay to be overwhelmed. It's good to be astonished. Because who God really is, is astonishing. What leaves you in a sense of wonder when you hear this? What do you marvel about? Why don't you try writing a letter to him? A letter of astonishment, of wonder, of thanks. We love traveling with you on this journey. You're the dream of God. And your life is meant to exhibit that dreamlike quality. That's what God is restoring to you. The ability, the capacity to be astonished. Thank you so much for listening.